Hello and welcome to the Mind Your Fitness podcast. It is hosted by me, Thomas Fowler. I will be interviewing a wide variety of guests. We will look to cover health, fitness, mindset, mental health. We'll keep it light-hearted and we'll try to understand the stigma that we still see around mental health and how we can look to break it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it. And don't forget to throw it on your Instagram, show some love. And with that in mind, let's get on to today's show. Yo, okay, so what happened in March? March was a really, really, really interesting month. Really interesting. So, what happened in March? So the biggest, the biggest thing I can take away from March is, from a professional standpoint, I really stepped out my comfort zone. So for for those of you, I guess have been sort of a longer term listener, are aware that I haven't been a full time coach. It's always something I've been working towards, but just sort of due to financial commitments, I guess the fear of the unknown, I didn't take that step forward and I didn't move away from a full-time job. That being said, um, March, we, we changed everything. So the good news is, I am happy to announce that as of the 6th of April, I will be 100% a full-time fitness and mindset coach. This is something that I've been working towards and it kind of just feels like I've won the lottery. Um, I wake up and I get to do a job that I love and it, it kind of just, it doesn't feel like work. And I guess that's the beauty, you know, if you can get up in the morning and you're doing a job that you love, it just doesn't feel like work. So, yeah, so from the 6th of April, I'll be 100% full-time. So if you're listening to this and you want to work with me, just drop me a message. We can get the ball rolling. My contact details are always in the show notes. So, yeah, hook a brother up. I've got mouths to feed. Um, but yeah, so I decided to... Hmm, did I decide this or was it kind of forced upon me? So I'll keep names out of it. Um, purely because I never know who's really listening. So I was working for this company for uh, three years. And... I kind of took a little step back and I went part time so I could concentrate more on coaching. Obviously with, with you know with the end goal in mind of me fully leaving there on really good terms and obviously setting myself up more full time and having the business, you know, fully in motion. So it would have been what we twenty twenty one now. 
So at some point in 2019, there there were a couple of situations. My my mental health had got the better of me. Um, on a couple of occasions, you know, my workload was insane. I was not getting the the relevant support that I needed from you know from my direct management, uh, and I was really really struggling. And I kind of got called into one of the senior members of staff in their office and things kind of just come to a head and I just got up uh, and walked out primarily because I just didn't want to say something that I'd later regret um, my emotions you know really got the better of me uh, I went to the toilet I broke down and cried and at that point I sort of said to myself you know there is not a job, there is not a job out there that is worth getting this worked up over. You know, it, it just isn't worth it, you know, and that was one thing I, I really preached to other people, but I was just failing to take my own advice. But so I had a chat with the wife, spoke to a couple of friends and sort of said, okay, it's probably just the one-off, you know, my mental health wasn't in the best state. That day in particular, my PTSD was sort of kicking my ass. My anxiety was getting the better of me. So there were a lot of factors to it. So that being said, I, w- I went back and spoke to the said manager and my direct manager, explained the situation. My direct manager wasn't that understanding. He, he didn't really understand and still doesn't understand mental health, you know, uh, and the effects it has on people. The senior member of staff was more empathetic, should we say. Um, so yeah, he kind of offered me like some support and stuff, which you know I really appreciated, but still nothing from my direct manager. So we kind of fast forward to uh, November, October, November time, twenty twenty. So the the business were were making redundancies and in my team specifically, there was going to be one redundancy. So it was between me, a colleague and my manager. We found out that my manager was safe. So it was basically down to me and my colleague. I'd been there for at that point two and a half years. My colleague had been there for close to 25. He didn't want to leave under any circumstances. I kind of got my head around to the fact that it probably could be me because I've reduced my hours and yeah, just because I kind of reduced my hours and, you know, it'd be a better payout for him, I guess. So we go through the whole redundancy situation. I have to go through a couple of meetings uh, and at which point my, my, my direct manager had said he wasn't happy with the level of performance that I was delivering. Um, and and used the previous meeting with the senior member of staff against me in my redundancy hearing um, and just basically said it, it's not in the way which, which somebody should conduct themselves professionally within a business. So firstly, I challenged why he didn't think I was performing and this went across three separate meetings because I raised this more than once because he couldn't give me... Um, any answer as to why 
oh, he didn't feel I was performing. There were no examples. There was absolutely nothing. Uh, and even to this day, I still don't actually know how they kind of came to that conclusion. But nevertheless. But obviously, the the comments that were made around the fact that, you know, I, I walked away from a meeting and stuff, even though they were very, very aware of why I did it. Um, so I kind of, that, that upset me a little bit. That, you know, that pissed me off quite a little bit. But I thought, no, let it go. You know, we've got family to feed. We're running up to Christmas. My, one of my daughter's birthdays, December, the other is January. So I thought, it's not, it's not a logical time to, I guess, throw the towel in and, you know, and, and quit. So, got through that, and then, and then, like, communication just really, really, really broke down um, between me and, and my manager. So, there are multiple occasions that I really, really tried um, to kind of, you know, make amends and, you know, just get those lines of communication back up and running. But it, it, it just felt so fucking difficult. Um, and, you know, it, it, this, is, this is a grown-ass man. You know, he, I'd say late 50s. Um, so he'd been around the block, like, he professionally. He, he knows the score. He knows what he's doing. But yeah, there there were a couple more incidents where, and sorry, we're all kind of working from home as well at this point. And there were a couple of instances where, again, I'd had a really bad night with like my PTSD, so I'd had either some night terrors or just general lack of sleep. And there were a couple of occasions where I said, I might not be on the phone as much today if we can kind of just communicate more over Microsoft Teams or just via email, just for today, That'd be a massive help. Obviously, if something urgent crops up, just give me a bow. And at the time, yeah, he's on board. He said, okay, that's fine. And yeah, then sort of long story short, like the communication got more and more worse. You know, it was like three, four weeks before I'd even hear from him, um, considering we're meant to have a morning meeting every day just to kind of understand you know, the work going forward for that day, any priorities, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, but he would never turn up to these meetings, you know, calling him out and trying to sort of understand why, you know, just sort of what's going on, nothing. And I remember it, so there was a Wednesday that I sent him an email. Um, and I basically just said, look, I've been trying to get hold of you for, you know, the last three weeks. Um, but you basically just keep ignoring me. Um, you know, I, I kind of want to know sort of where we are as a team, you know, what are the priorities, X, Y, Z. And I said, I'm leaving this week again, feeling really deflated, really undervalued and, and not appreciated. And it got ignored, which really, really pissed me off. Because I thought, you know, you've got a member of staff here that are saying that they don't feel appreciated and they don't feel valued and you ignore it um, and then it was a Monday morning switched my laptop on and I just came into this a barrage of emails 
But the, the emails were just complete and utter bollocks. It was all really negative. Didn't answer a single question that I'd asked at all. Again, still no response to that email. And I was just absolutely livid. And I just said to my wife, I was like, I can't do it. I just cannot do it. I just, I need some time off. So for, you know, the first time in my actual life, um, I've got a sick note. And financially, I couldn't really afford to be off for any longer than two weeks. Because I only got two weeks full, sort of full pay. I come to the end of those two weeks and I just thought, no, I can't. I just cannot face switching this laptop back on and just going through all of the same shit, all the same drama. So it got extended for another week. Um, and then, you know, I, I kind of did. I felt a little bit better. I felt obviously a bit nervous, a bit apprehensive about going back. But given the fact as well, I, I was a, a health and well-being champion at said business. So I understood to a degree where the business, where they were going and what their thoughts were in terms of mental health um, and, you know, and the well-being of staff members. So obviously I switched my laptop back on, have a return to work. And bearing in mind, the, the reason I was off was work-related stress, primarily because of my, my manager. I don't know if it was naive of me, but I didn't think I'd be having my return to work with my manager. And I did. And that was really awkward, basically having to sit there over Zoom Watching him type out the reason I was off was work-related stress caused by him. But I thought, you know, this could be a really good opportunity to address the elephant in the room. You know, we can make some real positive changes. We can thrash out whatever the issues are and we can go forward. And at no point was there any, you know, how do you feel now? You know, there, there was no care, no compassion whatsoever. And I just, I come off it and I thought, this is just ridiculous. And the only thing that he was bothered about was me checking something, something work related that had happened, you know, during that three weeks while I wasn't in. And, I, you know, I, I came away from that call and I turned to my wife and I just said, I'm done. Like, they just don't give a shit. Like, I really am just a number. And I was, again, I got myself so fucking wrapped up, so immersed in the fact that there was just, they just didn't care. Um, and then the senior member of staff, uh, the head of HR and my direct manager, we all got into a conversation later that afternoon because they wanted to discuss some of the, the points that I raised in my return to work. Um, the easiest way to put this was it, it didn't end particularly well um, again I had my mental health thrown back at me in a negative way um, it's really actually the more I think about it it really is it's not acceptable and it really is quite hurtful and it's quite upsetting but 
I left that call and again I got really wound up and I, again I just broke down into tears just I, I was done and you know this is only sort of like four four or five weeks ago and one thing I'd been having I've been having chronic nosebleeds and after I come off that call my nose just basically just blew up like my nose would not stop bleeding for a good half an hour 45 minutes and then my wife Bobby well, we both sort of sat and we said well I think we can kind of see where the, what, you know, the issues on the nose bleeds it was stress and from that that moment on I wrote out my resignation spoke to my doctor because I wanted to get his opinion before I did anything um, my doctor had basically said to take a month off work and just try and get some resolution whether that be go back to the business and try and work around it or use that time to to kind of put your resignation and find another job Obviously, in the back of my mind, I knew what I wanted to do, and I'm very, very, very passionate about helping other people, helping you know, not not only just within the fitness realm, but mentally. So, yeah, I, I just I put my notice in, and I handed my equipment back to them this month you know within the last two weeks and it was amazing giving them the equipment back and walking out of that building it felt amazing like, I'm actually getting quite emotional thinking about it um, but whilst I was in there there was a member of staff and I got on really really well with him and he looked like he was about to burst into tears. I says, what's, what's the matter? And he said, I've, I've had enough. He says, I'm sick of being treated like fucking shit. Now he's actually, he, he put his notice in before I did uh, because he's got a job elsewhere. And I just said, well, whilst you're having these kind of days, isn't it, you know, isn't it just a, another reminder of that you've made such a positive step going forward and you're you know you're making the right decision by by leaving and he was like yeah like it, it genuinely is and what what i want to do now and you know it, it's something that i'm going to be working towards over the next couple of years i want to be going into businesses and speaking to more and more you know management HR departments for them to realize that people aren't just a number you know they have a duty of care if someone says that they are not feeling appreciated they don't feel valued they they are forced to break down into tears they they feel like there's no other way but to leave a job they need to be held accountable for that they need to businesses need to be more aware of their impacts on individuals 
mental health. There's, 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 for me, there's nothing worse than, than in your mind, you know, not having someone recognise that you might need some help, you might need some more support. And as you're employed, you spend most of your day at work. You know, most of the day you're awake, you are at work. You want to feel happy, you want to feel fulfilled. And if you're not getting that, and you're not getting the support that you need, something has to change. You know, we have to break that chain. So that's what I want to be doing. You know, I want to be going into business. Sorry. That's something I will be doing. And hopefully you can hear the change in the tone of my voice because it, I am passionate about it. And things do need to change and they will change. And that is one of my missions. I will be going into businesses and I will be getting more people aware of, of how they treat people and the knock-on effect that it has because it it's not it's not okay to to treat to treat somebody like shit and to feel like you know that it's okay because it's not and members of staff should be comfortable and they should be they should be able to be open and honest about how they feel to have no prejudice and to know that their employer has their best interest at heart and they want to support them so yeah i'm very aware i've just probably ranted for like 20 minutes but pretty much march was me leaving that job that i for my own mental health it was not it was not letting me be the best version of me so i took action and as of the 6th of april i'm a full-time fitness and mindset coach so i challenge you to reflect reflect on your past year 2020 was a fucking hard year but it was also a really good year there's so much that every single one of us can learn from last year that we've carried over into this year and we can carry on into years to come Reflect, have a look at that last 12 months. What did you enjoy? What didn't you enjoy? The things you didn't enjoy, do less of it. Things you did enjoy, do a shit ton more of it. And with that in mind, I'm gonna call it call it a day there. Um, and I think I'll kind of save where my head's at for another episode. So, yeah, with that in mind, thank you for listening. Stay safe, be kind, and mind your fitness. Stay safe and mind your fitness.